What's been the hardest part of the move for you? I feel like I know, but you can say it. I think probably if you ask most people, anybody with, with who's not, if people don't have um, a set like financial stability, then their answer will be finances. Right. If people do, the answer is going to be family. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I think it's that's really the hardest part, um, you know. And it's the only part that doesn't get better. It's yeah, it will never me. get better unless my family makes Aliyah. Wink, wink. Hi, mom. Right. Come on. Um, my family gets <laughs> you know drugged and dragged here. <laughs> I don't know. My my mom and my Kidnapped. sister talking about it. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help, Celia. <laughs> Welcome back to the podcast. Still doesn't have a name. Thank you for coming. Well, right now we're calling it the Aliyah Experience. Yeah, we are. What? You don't no, like it? No, I, I like it, but I don't think it's super clever. No offense. Ouch. <laughs> no, it's just, you would agree it's not super clever. Well, neither is Joe Rogan Experience, right. but... Oh, that's where it came from. No. Crap. Of course not. I never... <laughs> You reached us at the Ben Shapiro show. (laughs) Not that we're a fan. No, not not that we're not a fan. We just, just, we're not trying to alienate anyone. Anyways, today we have a very special guest, Rayla Rappaport. Wait, you didn't say your name. I'm Yosef. And I'm Jordana. I feel like that should be repeated. This is, you know... We have, we're viral. Yeah. <laughs> so People point, from around the universe. So are they listening. know, they already know who we are. I don't know that they know. But if they don't, I'm Yosef. Still Jordana's with me. And we also have Rayla Rappaport. Hello. Um, never met her before. <laughs> you guys should date. <laughs> Especially since she has the same last name as me. See? Also the same four kids as you. Right. <laughs> <It's> so weird. <laughs> and you guys don't really know each other? It's a secret to a happy marriage. Aww. So. And a, and a, apartment is the other way of staying together yes, you know like yeah. you don't you don't have anywhere to hide no we do not we see each other a lot <laughs> so Rayla is no jokes aside Rayla is my wife my wife um also <laughs> what <laughs> what was that this is my wife uh I, I never watched Borat wow never watched it you know what um I want also everyone, not because I'm against it I want everyone who's listening to know that Yosef asked me because it's a great story Yosef asked me today if I've seen um, Back to the Future and I said oh yeah it's one of my favorite movies Um, and he goes yeah it was great you know I saw the whole thing all the way through and I was like you mean all three of the movies and he was like no 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 no, just the first one I haven't seen the second or the third and I was like did you not notice that it ends with to be continued like that it literally says it literally says to be continued in the first two uh, in the first movie and then the second movie it says to be concluded so um, he was not concerned when Doc Brown came and said, Marty, it's your son. We need to save him. He was like, yep, this is a good place to stop. <laughs> well, I, I actually See didn't you never. Make, I didn't even make it to the end of the movie. Oh, my yet. God. <laughs> anyway. It's just one of those movies I feel like I haven't completely seen, and then I was scrolling through Netflix, uh-huh. um, and I'm like, let me watch this. This sounds know? good. Yeah. <laughs> I so I stopped thing. it in the middle. I figured, it's funny, I thought originally that you watched the whole way through, and I just figured that when you saw the to be continued, you were like, oh, like life, to be continued normally, and therefore I can just stop it here and never wonder again. Wow. Yeah. That is such Deep. a nice way of looking at 
what an I insane like to give him decision <laughs> the benefit your of husband doubt. made. <laughs> it's insane. And also the second, when I said that it's my fir- the first movie is my favorite movie, but maybe the second is because it's so good and it's so mind blowing. Apparently, there's like seven million holes in it. Um, like nerds have done like a lot of mm. the holes in the system. Um, but Fascinating. It's so great. Yeah, they go into the future, and the future, sickeningly enough, is five years ago, which is crazy, right? In yeah. 2015, that's into the future. We went. We didn't have flying cars, and anyway, well, now, we we have, now we have Corona, so you know it even. Yeah, out. they were way off on that. <laughs> <laughs> it evens out. <laughs> so Rayla, besides being my wife, is also the creator of the Al. The what? The Aliyah Planner. If you don't know the name, <laughs> experience. You're not giving me a lot of <laughs> right. No, because I was Confidence. like, the Aliyah Experience, the Aliyah Planner. Yes, the Aliyahplanner.com is the name of the website. And what is it? It's a blog. It is a blog, um, but it's it's not just a blog. It's also like a, or at least it's meant to be a resource for potential olim and new olim to sort of um, help them organize the Aliyah process and also just to share some of the things that I've learned in the past six years that I wish I knew before we came. Not that it would have changed my decisions or anything like that, but it would definitely made the transition process much easier. So a lot of our questions to Rayla, which I wrote down so I wouldn't forget, um, are going to be based on um, what she's learned and what she wants to impart to people. I think that in general, when we have people as guests on our on our podcast, um, for most of the guests, for the most of the guests, um, we're gonna we want to know you know what they wish they knew and what wisdom they have to impart because. Even if you don't necessarily want to make Aliyah in the immediate future, um, it might be something that you have in the back of your mind, and it's always good to gain a little bit more information. Um, so you created the Aliyah Planner specifically because you consider yourself an Aliyah Planner, like a planner. Are you organized? <laughs> well, okay. So funny, funny question. I am organized in theory. I'm very into lists, and I'm just like a very like list-based organized person you wouldn't necessarily know it by like looking at my living space always or the way i live it's very organized right now everybody. right now yes yeah it's living like space a aka apartment <laughs> <Right>. um, <laughs> that's not the trend anymore you call it living space now um so i, I like but in theory like in terms of planning I'm, I'm very into planning i in general think that any decision you make in life you'll you should just do it based on a, an informed decision so whatever you decide do the research either way, and then make that decision based on that. And before we made Aliyah, I had like so many spreadsheets and lists and everything. I, inter- I asked a lot of people questions and just did a lot of research about things. So when we came, I felt like I was pretty prepared, but then there's also a lot of things that you just learn here that you couldn't have prepared yourself beforehand. And, totally. Um, and the reason I actually started it was because I was talking to some of my family members who are less planners, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like they're not very into the lists and the planning. And um, they're considering Aliyah, but they're a little bit nervous and don't know where to start. Yeah. And it just happens to be that I was getting a lot of phone calls of people who were sent to me from just mutual contacts uh, who thought that I would be a good person to speak to, to ask Aliyah questions. So I figured, like, I'll start it and see if it can be helpful to people. Nobody's ever called me. But I I don't make lists, so. Right. It's all about the lists. That's probably why. Yeah. Right. Right. Rayla makes lists. That's how she feels organized. Yes. Well, it's a valid way. Um, so how, how did you know that you wanted to make Aliyah? Because last week Yosef talked about how he was looking for someone also who wanted to make Aliyah, but really the push came from you. Yes. So I, 
you know, like everybody else, went to, or like a lot of people, went to Israel for the year during my gap year. Um, I was the first year of Shalavim for women. And it was... Those are for ve- that's for very good girls. Like, I'm, very, I'm a good girl. No, I know. I'm a good girl. I'm saying it for people who don't know what that means and who were like, Jordana, why didn't you go there? I was not a very good girl. And therefore, <laughs> it's, it's it wasn't because, an option. It's but. because you didn't make lists. But also... That was the issue. It wasn't open. So we'll say that also. Um, so I was the first year, which was... It was actually great because it was a very small year and it was very personalized and focused. But there I really... Um, is, like, you know, I would, I would participate in a lot of days where they talk about Israel and living in Israel and Zionism and so all those things. So they push Zionism? Not Zionism. They push. Did they push Aliyah? Um, they they pushed Aliyah. I would say in like a subtle way. It wasn't it's a value. Like, it wasn't like live in Israel or else you know you're going to hell and it's horrible in America. It was more just which, by the way, it is. And it is. <laughs> <laughs> they were a little bit more subtle about it than Jordana. In Jordana's opinion, <laughs> I know. Um, Come to my seminary. It will be very chill. <laughs> But not so subtle. Not subtle. Um, Lots so, of beer. So they, they definitely, like, um, they pushed it, but more about, they pushed it because that's, like, all of the teachers lived in Israel. They invited us for Shabbat. They wanted us to really experience what it would be like to live in Israel. Um, I would say that there was a nice number of people from my grade, that, from that year, who did make Aliyah, but there's also a nice number who didn't. Well, so. yeah, but that's so nice. I would say from my year in Charfman's, almost nobody made Aliyah. So that checks out. And there's, there was a couple. Oh, yeah, and it's all, like, it's still a small percentage, but it's all relative, right? Yeah. Um, but for the most part, I would say they're pretty pro-Aliyah and definitely opened up my mind to see that it was a real possibility. But at the end of the day, really, I'm just a very logical person. As I said, if I'm a planner, I, I do things that make sense to me, not necessarily based on emotion. And for me, it was more just about the fact that, like, okay, here's this Jewish homeland. I am Jewish. Ergo, I live in this Jewish homeland. It was very, like, a logical idea. Um, so f- for me, it just made sense. Like that was always my plan. And then the same way I used to said last week, I, um, you know, when I, when I came back, I was only looking to date guys who wanted to move to Israel because it was really important to me. And then of course we had our moments back and forth where we were like, I don't know, should we go? Should we not go? And here I have to thank my brother, Judah, okay. for, for really, you know, putting the nail on the coffin. <laughs> Shout out. In another crossover spectacular, I knew Judah, independent of both of the rap reports in front of And me, I also is, knew Judah before I met Rayla. Yes. That, well, I so mean, Judah, honestly, Judah and Yosef are the same age. <laughs> the fact that our community is so intertwined, like we think is so cute, but like to anyone, it's anyone else creepy. is so creepy. It's really yeah. creepy. So Judah, my older brother, who is, um, yeah, it's Yosef, he's Yosef's age. He lives uh, in New York, not in Israel. And he, when I told him I only wanted to live in Israel, he said to me, you're never going to move to Israel. Yeah, right. And thank you, Judah, because that is why I said, just you wait. Um, there's no way, there's no better way to get me to do something than to tell me I'm not going to do it. So I, I thank him a lot for that push. And yeah, he's not, he's not going to be happy to hear that. No, but, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, and it's funny because um, we posted something about, we posted about our podcast and Judah actually commented that we hadn't mentioned him. Right. And so we he said will be we will this we... week. But I don't think, you know, be careful what you wish for, baby. Because <laughs> he was definitely not, like, trying to get dragged. Anyway. So now he'll go viral. Right. Yeah. He has a virus. Wait, what? Um, <laughs> but... Hold on. Um, I want to know certain things about your move here because, obviously, you had a similar move to Yosef, but your perspective will be different. Um, so I wanted to know... Um, 
why Givat Shmuel? Because you live in Givat Shmuel, and I know Yosef mentioned that that was not your original landing plan. It was definitely not our original landing plan. Um, it's funny because I'll go back to like the, the idea that like I'm a planner usually. Mm-hmm. So you think like, what would a planner do? Right? Take a pilot trip, check out a neighborhood, check out the schools, have everything prepared before they made Aliyah. Right. My first time in Givat Shmuel was right mm-hmm. off of the plane, like from the airport after Aliyah. Wow. It was my first time here. So that was very unplanned of us. Um, but we came on a, like pre-pilot trips before and we checked out the other neighborhoods which we thought would be good for us. Mm-hmm. And we just didn't feel, I mean, they were nice. People there were nice and there was nothing wrong with them, but it wasn't for us. It just, there was nothing about it that made us feel like this is home. Mm-hmm. So really when we made, we decided, when we made Aliyah, we didn't know where we wanted to go. Um, which was a problem because we had to basically choose a landing spot. Yes. And at the time, Yosef's sister, Dina, lived in Gibachmuel. Shout out. Hey, Dina. Uh, so she and now doesn't. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, she does not now, but she lived in Gibachmuel at the time. And we figured, okay, for our first year, it makes sense to live near family more than anything else. So we moved to Gibachmuel. Also, your job. Oh, yeah. Also, right. I work in Tel Aviv, and I had a job coming in. I knew I was going to work in Tel Aviv. So for me, living some, working work. somewhere close would right. be very important. So we figured we'd come here for the first year and sort of use that as like a very extended pilot trip to check out other neighborhoods and find the right fit for us. And we were convinced Givachmiel would not be it because we thought it was for much younger families. We thought we'd be one of like the older ones who were coming. At the time, we came with three kids. Yeah. Now we have four. But at the time, we we're like, our oh, kids are going to be older than everyone else because they're not babies. And we didn't think we would Right. Fit. You thought all the schools ended at first grade. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> where, will we send, where will we send our second grader? <laughs> In, in hindsight, I'm not saying it was the most educated thought process ever, but um, but we, when we came, we really thought it was just going to be a trial process, and we ended up really liking it. Uh, our kids were very happy here, and what we were always looking for was a place where, um, first of all, religiously, we wanted a mix. We wanted uh, you know a mix between religious and non-religious. Right. That was very important for us. Right. And also a mix between Anglos and Israelis. We did not want um, our kids to grow up exclusively amongst Anglos. But we also wanted to feel like we had people we could speak to, especially Correct. in the beginning when our Hebrew Do you know anything great. about the demographics, like what the breakdown is? I don't offhand. Between what? Like Israelis and, and Israelis. No. It's, it's mostly Israelis. It's right. definitely mostly Israelis. Everywhere is it, mostly Israelis. Yeah. No. Except for like Ramabi. Yeah, Ramabi. Right. Right. No. Good call. And Ramabi. Right. <laughs> but Givachimo is definitely mostly Israelis, but there's um, a significant presence of Angles right. here. So there's, there was definitely no shortage when we first came of people for us to meet and to speak to. Uh, I think out of my four kids, there's one of them that has zero Anglos in their class. Which is wild to me. Yeah. It is so wild. But you can tell from her English that she's the one with the oh, zero, right? yeah. <laughs> with the zero Anglos so in her little. class. And she came when she was so little. She came when she yeah. was one, yeah. So. And then in the other three classes, they're all between like one to three, maybe four Anglos in the class. So, mm-hmm. so there's enough. There's enough people that we felt like it was a good um, mix. And yeah. overall, we just really liked it. I had a question pertaining to that. How do you feel it is for you? I mean, I guess your family also, but like kids are really adaptable. But what's it like for you socially? You guys together, you individually? Because I think, you know, I, you know, I obviously came to Israel single, so a social life was really, really important to me. Mm-hmm. And I moved to Jerusalem and I had a really nice social life there. And then I moved to Tel Aviv and the social life was obviously much better. No, I'm just kidding. It was also really good there. Um, but I think that people don't realize that even though you're married and you come with your partner, you still want to have friends to go to coffee with you still want to have couples to hang out with to have for Shabbos and stuff like that in ways that I think maybe if you're not in an observant community it's not as important 
um, the Shabbos life yeah. and the shul life and whatever it is. So what? Do you, how For has sure. your? Do you feel like? Cause, well, and you had really I good friends. Found, in yeah, I know. It was really sad leaving friends back in America. Yeah. Um, I find here that um, I think family family life takes a much more um, much more central. time, much more central focus yeah. than it did in America. Like we have less time to spend with friends. I think it's because. Friday is the day off instead of Sunday. Right. Um, so it's like spent Prepping. preparing for Shabbat. And, you know, if we go out in the morning, it will be for, for breakfast. As a family. Yeah, or like or just, just, us two. just us two. Oh, that's so it's cute. Like, it's like date morning. Fridays. Oh, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Oh, that is so cute. So not with the kids. Right. They're not invited. No. They're not invited, definitely not. We purposely go so. before they come back. <laughs> Summers must be terrible. Summers are They're more around. difficult for sure. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you, Steve. I think here families are a much more central part of the social life. Well, social, it's not really social, I guess. And I'm trying to like, think back to like pre-corona times because right now social life doesn't right. exist. Right. Um, but beforehand, we our social life basically meant that okay, we had we definitely have angles here that we have like Shabbat meals and things like that. Beyond that, we don't have uh, as many friends. I would say that we have like constant get-togethers with, like we did in America. Right, you don't have like a posse. Right, we don't. We but don't we... have like Saturday night hangouts yeah. by someone's house, right? Like, which I think everyone does in America. I think so too. I think like pizza and a movie. People do that here, but I don't think as often. Yeah, also because Sunday is like a working day, so right. it's different. Maybe Thursday night they do it more. Than, right, yeah. but then you're. I mean, it's just yeah. it's a different. It's you have to get used to the new in schedule. general. Like, it's so Instead funny. of movie night, we did like murder mystery night by someone's oh, house. Oh yeah, we did do murder mystery night at someone's house. So you haven't found a group that nerdy in this country. <laughs> no, no, we that did that here. here. That oh, <laughs> we fit right. We found a nerdier group. <laughs> no, we definitely. That's inter- so cute. Shout out, you know who you are. <laughs> we did. Mal, Mal, Kal. No, no, they're all English. English. They're like British. So no, here we do. Um, we definitely found like a nice crowd of English to be friends with and I, I, I don't feel like we're missing friends in terms of that there's less time for socializing I will say that a big difference for us was in terms of like the shul community um, you know in Queens basically go to shul you see your friends in <clears throat> shul that's like a huge part of your socializing and then yeah. you have a meal with one of them afterwards and here we we spent a long time trying to make a decision as to what the right shul was for us because there was one show that we really, really enjoyed the the davening, the tefillah, but the um, the crowd is not Anglo. It's much more like Israeli and European. And then there is um, a more like, Anglo crowd, but they didn't just, like the davening as much. So what did you choose? We went for the davening. Yeah, oh my god! Well, it's gosh. more. It's but more it me. I would it never. I think it's more me. I chose my it's like show my solely it's, because they have the best. Potato kugel. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Priorities. Like if the rabbi heard me, he'd be like, "That's right. She stands right by the potato kugel like a hawk." Is there a potato kugel? Yeah. I mean, in the Rona, I haven't been to shul in a long time. Do they still have the potato kugel with no. Corona? Because that no, sound but very I would. But it's delicious. I can't even tell you. I like always say, if I ever get married, please God, tune in our time. Like I just want sushi and this potato kugel, and I just think like, right? You'd be into it. I mean, I have to taste it. Oh, it has eggs in it. You should bring next. He would still eat them. I'll still eat it. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just he, like, he's, he's to a, be Miss He's like a Kala. vegan, but has like exactly. a Hamish, he's like exception for like Hamish food. Oh, okay. Like herring. I there identif- will be no herring. I yeah. Herring, potato gold. At my imaginary wedding, there will be no herring, so I'm sorry. No herring? Nope. <laughs> Are you not imaginarily coming? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about um, 
your job for a second. Okay. Because I think that that's pretty much every family's number one concern is um, making a living while they live here. I mean, unfortunately, their number one concern is making the same living when they live here. And yes. as you can attest, that is not going to happen 90% of the time. Yeah, I think everyone sort of needs to just, you know, manage your expectations a bit yes. in terms of that. It doesn't mean that expect to be poor when you come to Israel. Because right. that is not the alternative. It's not like continue making the same amount of money as you did wherever you're coming from or be poor. There are a couple of in between. There are shades of gray. Yes, a couple of shades of gray. Um, so I, we are very, very lucky and blessed that I came with a job. And I am an accountant, in case you couldn't figure that already from my clear personality, my accounting personality. No, I think you couldn't. You have so much inflection in your voice. I feel like... I, I will try to turn that down. No, please. No, but I'm <laughs> saying it's a good thing. I feel like, you know, when people were like, he's such a nice guy and he's an accountant, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm making accounting cool again. Yes. Until I said that joke and then I ruined it. Right. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I came, I had a, a job in, in PwC in the Big Four in America. And I worked there until I made manager, which was about six years. And then I came here, um, also I got a job at PwC Israel, also working as a manager. So, thank God, in terms of, like, finding a job, it was much easier than it is for most people, and I recognize that was like a huge, huge blessing. And you but, work in international tax. Yes, I did. And you I, always I, did. I work in international tax before and after, um, but a lot of it was based on decisions I made because I knew I wanted to make Aliyah. Some of it was right. just based on like pure luck and like God telling me, hey, you must go because literally here's a job on a silver Over platter. But, uh, but a lot of it was also based on decisions. I went into international tax because I knew that it would be an easy transition for me. I knew it would be a good job in Israel. But that's also why you became an accountant, right? Yes. everything For me, the second I decided to make Aliyah, I, every decision I made was like... And it's like, so funny yeah. because I always say my life would have been significantly different if I had known that I wanted to make Aliyah when I, you know, my formative years because it came so much later. I spent a bunch of years as a speech therapist, and while it's, you can be a speech therapist in Israel, we have speech therapies. Um, unfortunately, it's a different language, yes. and therefore... It's not the job you would choose if you would, knew you were coming. It's not the job I would have chosen in general. Sorry, Mom. Um, she knows this. She was like, just try it. And then, you know, four years later, I had a master's degree, and what are you going to do? Right. Um, but you stuck with it because you knew that that's what you wanted to do. Yeah. Could someone with a regular CPA doing American taxes... I guess, American accounting, could they bring that over here? For sure. Um, in general, I think that here, there's such a need for American accountants. And, um, you know, you, you think that by this point there would already be a lot. And there are, but there's also such, the, as the people are growing, the need for it is growing also. And there's a lot that you can do. You can work for a big company like I do and, and work either in consulting or in compliance. Or you can work, you know, for more like smaller individuals and doing individual tax returns. There's a lot of possibilities, and in general, having a U.S. tax background. I mean, I'm talking tax specifically because that's what I know, um, but audit also. If you have this U.S. background, you can. there's a lot of possibilities for you here. That's great. Okay. You happy now? No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but what, what I was saying is, is that in terms, of, in terms of, like, salaries and things like that, in order to manage expectations, I, did, I took, like, a 50% salary cut when we Damn. Moved. Yes. It, it was quite a salary cut, but and when I first heard it, I was like, oh, my God, how are we ever going to support and a family? And why? Can you explain to me and probably everyone wondering why you need to make so much less if you're doing the same job? I, I wish I could. I cannot explain the why, but what I can tell you is that when I, when I first heard the number, I was like, 
how am I ever going to support a family with that? Right. Well, I believe when you first heard about expected salary, it was just theoretical. Like people were saying, oh, expect it to be like Between a quarter, a quarter, yeah, right. like 25%. Wow. So I think actually when you heard the number, you, you were heard pretty, 50%, you were you were, we were like, wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and obviously the plan was for Yosef to work also, but at the beginning he would need to like transition his degree and he, and take all pawns. So we knew it wasn't going to be in the beginning. So I was really thinking like, okay, if we're only on my salary in the beginning, how could that possibly work? Even though it was much better than I had expected initially. But then I added up the amount of tuition I'd be saving. A holy cannoli. And all of a sudden, the number meant something different to me. Like, oh yeah, I don't need to be paying like, you know, $12,000. It was $12,000 at the time, a kid. And now it's probably much more than that. Yes. And my my oldest was only five at the time. And it was $12,000 per kid. And this was three kids, and now you have four kids. Yes. And so when I was adding that up, I'm like, okay, really? If you have more than like one kid? Right. Economically. I I felt, um, I heard this factoid once that modern Orthodox family, the average amount of children is three and then modern orthodox family in israel so, and in the states it's three or i guess maybe probably new york and then in israel the average modern orthodox family is five children that makes sense i guess here right. i don't have to worry about the tuition part right. also like you know you have the older ones to look after the younger ones so you don't really have to do that much parenting and also here kids kids <laughs> yeah. like are very independent at a young right. age once your kid turns nine they like walk themselves home from school they right. cross streets it's a very different world like if you ever asked me in america if i would let my nine-year-old home alone and like walking by herself like are you insane right. no way and now I'm just like alright see you soon gotta bye go. like she's on her own <laughs> gotta go to what do you call it to murder mystery murder mystery my friends so your hours um, are they different than they were in America I like that Yosef asked that question because he lives with her and knows the answer but the truth is I, like, I don't know if he actually doesn't yeah, know the answer because I, I think he stopped paying attention when I go home and just like oh Okay, she's there at some great, point. So. Great. Yeah, I can answer all these questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, my hours actually are, I would say, are better here than in America. Um, overall. Overall, yeah. Over. It depends on the night, obviously. In general, I don't have fixed hours. I don't have a 9-to-5 job at all, mm-hmm. which makes it a bit difficult. But any accounts out there know what I'm talking about. Right. for the most part, unless they work for like the IRS, they all have the same hours. Correct. And they have crazy seasons. Yes, they have busy seasons. I look, I do not have a busy season because I don't do tax returns, I do consulting. So it makes a big difference in terms of like, I don't have a crazy few months, but my entire year is pretty crazy. Um, So overall, I would say that my hours are better here. And I think that in general, office culture here is much more family oriented. Right. So, you know, the fact that I have the, I leave at three, two days a week in order to pick up the kids. And um, at least for my job, I can work from home without an issue. They're not very often, but I mean, if a kid is sick or there's a specific reason, I think that even, in general, even before the, the Rona. Yes, even beforehand. I think, and again, it's not like it's here. They don't have a very work from home culture in general in Israel. Mm-hmm. Before Rona, now things are obviously changing a bit. But I, I think it's much more just a family oriented country. Yeah. So, like in America, I can't imagine ever telling my managers that I would be leaving at three twice a week to pick up the kids. They'd be like, um, <laughs> No, you're not. No, no it's <laughs> not a thing. So, so in terms of that, things have actually been better. But you have to make up the hours other days. Yeah. And the expectations are still pretty high. Yeah. I would think so. What's been the hardest part of the move for you? I feel like I know, but you can say it. I think probably if you ask most people, anybody with, with who's not, if people don't have um, a set like financial stability, then their answer will be finances. Right. If people do, the answer is going to be family. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think it's, that's really the hardest part. Um, you know, and it's the only part that doesn't get better. It's, yeah, it will never me. get better. Unless my family makes Aliyah, wink, wink, hi, mom. Right. Come on. My family gets, you know, drugged 
and dragged here. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. My, my mom and my Kidnapped. sister talking about it. <laughs> Blink twice if you need help, Celia. <laughs> she does. She's not coming. No, my, my, my mom is really thinking about it, and I think my sister yeah, maybe I think Yeah, I think it's such a great maybe idea. Maybe even Judah one I day. I think it's we're by far here. the best idea for Judah. The fact that he still lives in New York is crazy to me. Yeah, so Judah, no pressure, but Life can get you better be here by the next webcast. Podcast. Webcast. <laughs> we can be on YouTube. Um, podcast. So yes, I agree that that So it's be. definitely family, and I think... You know, there are harder times that, that, like, times that you really just like, oh my gosh, why would I move away from them? And there are other times that it's just regular hard, but you get used to it. But it's, yeah. it's something that never gets easier. And what surprised you most about living in Israel? Anything? I'm surprised that I actually found I enjoy the Israeli culture. Like, I was very nervous about it in the beginning. And in the beginning when I didn't understand it and I didn't know how to deal with it, I was very taken back. Anytime, like, you know, they're very straightforward. Yes. Which for, I mean, you have a pretty straightforward personality, I don't know what as you may have <laughs> heard that once or twice. So for you, you're probably like, oh, yeah. okay. I was very, My sister, uh, no problem. I was very uh, well situated. Yes, I was not. I right. was, I came in very like sweet and, oh, these people are all going to want to help me because I'm, I'm like, are they yelling at me? <laughs> but then they're just like, yeah, it was, it was, it was not the warmth that I was expecting when I first came. Um, but then once I actually started to understand the personality more. Right. I I actually found I really enjoyed the straightforwardness and the honesty, and it's not like in America you always like weren't really sure what anybody really thought of you, and mm-hmm. here they're just they'll, they'll tell you for right. better or for worse, you know exactly right. where you stand, and I kind of enjoy that. My cousin always says to me, first of all, she always asks if I've lost weight, and I haven't, so I was like, well, in her head, I'm a lot bigger, um, and then every time she sees me, it's like good for you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always like good for me, um, but another thing she always says is like, oh, I don't I don't like that dress on you. Those shoes are nice, but that dress so, isn't nice. I have, like, I have okay. a good friend in my office who you know, mm-hmm. and she... Is she still there? Or she's back there? She's back there. Oh, but cool, but cool. we, um, it's just funny because she, and she, she has like um, a way of being very straightforward, but also in like a... Right, always like, smiling. Yes, always smiling about it. And she, if she ever listens to this, she'll know exactly who she is. She's not going to listen. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> um, but she, I always tell her that there are so many times that like, I'm trying to figure out what she's thinking because I think she realized she insulted me a few times. So now she's a little bit more subtle about it. I'm like, I can see there's something to say in your eyes. Just tell me. But there have been days I like walk into her room and then she'll like look me up and down and she'll be like, oh, you look nice. And I was like, Oh really? Thanks. I'm surprised because she's like, oh, because that headband makes your ears look large. I'm like, uh, no, I was just gonna say because I didn't sleep so well last night and I feel tired. But that actually happened. That was no, it's an actual story. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah, no. So you kind of like get used to things like that. But again, I enjoy I enjoy the honesty. And by the way, shameless plug. I just did a very recent post on the Israeli culture. So check out thealiaplanner.com. I wanted to talk a little more about your your blog. I wanted to know. Why, why did you start it? So the Aliyah Planner, I, again, I started it mostly because um, I, think, I think in general people who are coming, they a lot of times don't know where to start. Uh, you know, I think like Nefesh by Nefesh is like a good resource. And, right. You know, there are a lot of other websites out there that are good resources, but there's so much information that it's much harder to, to find like one central place where you can yes. really find out about it and I don't just mean like okay what paperwork can I do because that you don't need me for that you can find a million right. other places but more about like okay when I get there what is all the different types of schooling mean? what does it mean to be like you know that one is like torni, that team, like, right. what do all these different labels mean so 
you know, like something about like that. Also, like how health insurance works here. Things that like I the truth is I don't know all the answers to right now, and I'm still sort of trying to figure it out and navigate it. But I I feel like it's easier for me now to find these answers and to find the right people to ask. Yeah. And then to share that information so people don't have to struggle and wait six years to figure out how their health insurance works. Yes. So that's hundred percent. You guys have health insurance? That's so cool. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I also do. They give it to you the day you get, get here. Okay. And it's um, free. And it's free. And it's both free. Well, I, I got gold, but I didn't get chili wow. because I care about my health. When like, it doesn't grow on 75%, trees but not 100%. You know what I mean? Um, so we got I got gold like, also. So yeah, we're, we're exactly. We're, right? Yeah. None of us can get like elective plastic surgery, no. unfortunately. <laughs> um, okay, so I have a few like fun questions like because you said you're giving people an insight into what you know they can expect here what must you bring with you when you move like what kinds of things because i think a lot of people know the usual but so i think um in general people at least for me when i before we made Aliyah, i was like oh my gosh i'm never going to be able to shop anything and buy anything i want ever ever again so i must bring everything with me or else that is it i will never wear clothes ever again i will never find mm-hmm. any tuna fish in the state of Israel. Um, I think I've realized There, there are no bags here. <laughs> there's Ziploc bags. I, that, you can't well, possibly what I like have to, to do is I like to take my Ziploc bags and then I wash them and then I put them in the in the dishwasher and then the dryer and then it's fine. Do you do actually you? do that? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> what well, a psycho. Well, I was well, kidding. They also, sell them everywhere. But also we don't have a dishwasher. Oh. The dishwasher is Yo- Yosef is my dishwasher. I, I am the dishwasher. <laughs> but I will try it. But that's also part of my like Green, a like reusable yes. type oh. of like <laughs> thing. So Jordana hates the world and wants to. I want to see a bird. <laughs> she, she, like, oh, look, a dying she sticks turtle. straws Yay. in turtles' nose. Right. <laughs> I heard this bothers you guys. Um, no, God forbid. I am. I actually, um, I once had a friend who was very into recycling. So now I am recycled by accident. Like I don't even notice it anymore. So okay, okay. That's so, amazing. Thank you. So we won't change. Reduce, reuse, recycle. But it's actually really an expensive process um, in Israel to recycle. They have to send it elsewhere. They send it. Yeah. They ship yeah. it over so, so so I, you know. So I'm that's why we should be waste free. But that's for <laughs> another jars. episode. Mason jars for everyone. Um, okay, and then wait. So um, I was talking about my yeah. the lift and what things you have to bring. So I, I was saying that like. I think, in general, people have to just realize that you can live with just things in Israel. Totally. You might not be able to get the top, the top quality that you had before, the same exact things that you were used to, but you have to sort of, like, shift your mentality. Like, it's okay to, like, right. to change a little bit of what you're using. But I think, in general, you can really find most things here. We have Heinz ketchup. Yeah. We have tuna. We have Ziploc bags. Like, you right. even have Kirkland garbage bags. So, right. you know, like, you can really manage here. Um, so I'd say, in general, it's always good to, like, I find it easy to bring a lift and bring stuff in the beginning because then it, you don't have to search for everything. No, but I like if you, were, if you were to go back to the states and you wanted to bring something back with you that you just like really wanted here. Oh, I would say toys. Toys are really expensive. Here. Yes, I've heard that. I would bring toys for the kids for sure. That's like toys for like birthday parties also. Like cheap thing, yeah. Because like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You like go, go to amazing, amazing stores, yeah. And, yeah, and buy like ninety nine cents toys that literally you can get the same thing here for like ninety. Well, you know that Max Doc has toys. Yeah, but so I, I buy there still, but but um, in general, toys right, they're are, better made. They're much better made and, yeah. and better in America. Right, but they're otherwise, like regular brands. Just otherwise, I really can manage here at this point. Like, there's nothing that I'm just like, oh my gosh, I need to go back and get yeah. this. Although when I went to Trader Joe's, I had like 37 people asking me for um, everything but the bagel. Yeah, everything uh, but the bagel okay, is one yeah. that I, that's that's a good that's one. That's a good one, right? Yeah, but I ran out of that like a few months ago, and I've just managed without it. Wow, I know. you're brave. I'm, I'm a brave soul. <laughs> Yeah. And then my other question was, um, if you could wake up tomorrow, what's, and it would exist here, what store would you wish magically appeared? 
Easy target. Yeah. No right? question. Well, no, <laughs> no question. People sometimes say Whole Foods. People sometimes say Trader Joe's. People sometimes, you know, they have... Maybe Trader Joe's, but Amazing target. savings. Target, target, hands down. Totally. Target. What if Target, you know, my, like, big thing is, like, if Target actually came and then the prices were Israelified... Right. We wouldn't be I able would to I would be like, it. oh, my God, I gotta go. It's like finding out that you're, like, the superhero you... You like respected your entire life as actually a villain. I wouldn't like yeah, that. It I was, was sad. you know, um, anthropology opened in Israel, and it was yes. like the biggest tease ever in the world because it's like, oh my god, anthropology is here. Oh my god, a you know a pad of soap is three hundred checkout. Like, what is this place? Who is shopping here? Who? I even go into the sales section. I'm like, this is a joke. Is it affordable in America? No, but you can uh, like go on sale times yeah, or whatever. You can, find. you can find, you can scour. It's like it's. I'm like I'm. I'm like clothes already. I'm done with you. You heard me. <laughs> I don't. The truth is, I don't really buy clothing here. Mm, right. Okay. So then there's like one store that I find that I, I wear like I don't even I don't wear button down shirts Golf. anymore to like I don't I don't have to dress formally for work anymore. So like so I just wear like t-shirts. I go to. Well, now that you've been noon. working at home, if you oh, get dressed noon. Home, we're happy. noon, it's great. <laughs> it is Four great, and they're always seventy percent off for some reason, like at all hours of the year. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> four shirts. Are, it's always four t-shirts for a hundred checkout. Yes, it's like I mean, they have good basics. Yeah. So does Fox. So that's how much I've branched out here. For the most part, I buy all my. I order everything like from America. Or like people have come people here and, people it. come here and they like buy, they bring like deodorant and I'm like what are you doing yeah. like we have all the same brands my face wash isn't here is it right oh right you told me yeah but I think you should I think you should find something new so I'll I'll be honest even though I think that you can find a lot of things in Israel I still will any place that I can order outside of Israel I still will order oh, yeah, certain yeah. things like iHerb I order a lot of stuff from iHerb because like I'm very into like the natural stuff mm-hmm. so. Yeah, they just have better choices. So I, I order a lot from it's there. It's where you order marijuana. That really? is not what I order. <laughs> no, I but herb. I like, if all these people don't know about I herb. I herb. I herb or I herb. Yeah. I herb if you're American. I herb if you're anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, but they have like natural face washes, natural deodorants, things like that. Charcoal. <laughs> For every need. <laughs> You never know when you're going to need charcoal. Mm-hmm. So so I order from there, and also I'll order like clothing from Next, which is also like yeah. a, it's a UK site that delivers yes, I know. here. Um, I've been in there. Because they're still, it's really closed. And like, there's, it's, it's not, I'm not saying you can find everything to the same extent that you would have anywhere else, but I'm saying you can manage. Yeah, It's for not sure. like, we don't live in We also have like enough, like, I guess, international brands that you could be fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we only have sales twice a year, which I think is wild. Yeah. Like in America, there is always a holiday. There is always a sale. It is always, can you believe we're 70% off? I'm like, of course I can believe it. You were 70% off last week, you know? <laughs> and here, if Zara has a sale, it's as if they're giving it, a, like, it's as if they're paying you to take it, you know? They're like, come into the sale, and people are like elbowing you in the face. And I'm elbowing people in the face. <laughs> There it is, the real confession time. <laughs> right, people are like, where's that dress from? I'm like, you know it's from Zara. Why are you asking me? <laughs> it's, they're all from Zara. Or Zara, whichever floats your boat. Do you have any other questions? I don't. Do you have any other questions? Well, like, people really love your voice, not your actual voice. Yeah, Not that they don't like your voice. <laughs> but they, they really like they really like your the way you write and Aww, your yeah. blog. That's at least the feedback you're telling me that you're <laughs> That's at least the okay. feedback that our immediate family is telling us. <laughs> exactly. My mom my mom really likes it. So um, Thanks, Eva. 
<laughs> um, what's the angle you take when you when you when you write about Israel? Pure honesty. Really, I I think that I'm very very happy here, and I have zero regrets about moving, which you know. But that doesn't mean that things have been like rainbows and unicorns and butterflies since we moved here. It hasn't been. It is a very tough move. It is I have hard. not seen one unicorn. <laughs> not one unicorn, yeah. Rainbows, yes, we have seen. Several. Um, butterflies, aplenty. <laughs> <laughs> if you want butterflies, you should make Aliyah. <laughs> but it's, you know, there, there are for sure hard parts about moving. And I'm not going to try to pretend that like, oh, come, it's the easiest, most amazing. Right peaceful life ever. Like, there are challenges. It's not always easy. Um, but I think overall, if you are prepared for it and your expectations are realistic, then you can handle it. If you come and expect everything to be like a perfect utopia, then yeah, you're going to be disappointed. It's not, but it's amazing. And I love right. it. And it's I want to still... know why is it amazing? Because to come here and say, if you manage it, it'll be okay. Da, da, da. That's one thing. But yeah. why come here if it's going to be a harder life? Like what is so worth it? So it's funny. I, you could say it. Oh, okay. So, apparently people love my voice, so I'll tell it. But only when you write. It's true. <laughs> Maybe you should tell it. So, when we came on, like, our pre-pilot trip... Um, Why is it called a pre-pilot trip? Because we were not ready to commit to calling it a pilot trip. We were, yeah, we were very terrified. Oh, like when you guys got pre-engaged. <laughs> right? Yose was like, but we're going to get married. And Rayla was like, pre. Maybe one day. Yeah. Hold the phone. Um... Didn't actually happen. No, yeah, we got engaged normally, regular. But um, no, when you, I don't remember. <laughs> I forgot. What were we talking about? What were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, there's expectations and honesty. So I think if you, you know, oh, this I was telling the story about a pilot trip, mm -hmm. yes. a pre-pilot trip. On our pre-pilot trip, we went to go see a lot of our, um, a lot of our friends and ask questions about making Aliyah. And, um, and a lot of people that we asked would just be like, you know, it's really hard, but it's amazing. It's hard, but it's amazing. It's right. hard, but it's amazing. And Yosef was like, what does that mean? Right. He was like freaking out yeah, about it, it. It made me very nervous. Because yes. like, like I could totally have seen us staying in America. And it's amazing. And it's, yeah, really and it's comfortable. Easy, and it's amazing. Right. <laughs> like, like you could be comfortable if you 100%. have a solid job. Like it's great. You yeah. can buy a nice property right. and you can... And you can have Sundays off. Right. And, and you don't feel like being a Jew is difficult or dangerous. No, yeah. And, and, and in New York service. and the five towns, no. Right. So, and the customer service is no. So it really, it, like, it, it bothered me. It made me like, like, why would people want to move here? Right. So what did yeah, you Yeah, so Yosef was very nervous about it. And I remember just telling him, like, do you love our kids? He's like, of course. I'm like, do they make you happy? He's like, of course. I'm like, are they easy? He's like, okay, point taken. And, and I yeah, think I think true. that's basically what it is here. It's it's life is really real. It's not like in America. Yes, maybe things could have been much easier. But um, I think I, I think at least for me, I would have felt like that wasn't the purpose of why we're living our this life. It wasn't yeah. like okay, it also would have been easier if I never had kids. Maybe you know, like maybe that would have been easier. I would have had them wake up in the middle of the night and could do yeah. whatever I want. But that's not that's for me. That was like I I wanted more for myself. And and I feel like living in Israel gave me much more of like a real feeling. It's like okay, this is what life is supposed to be about. It's not just like let me get a bigger house, let me get a more expensive car. Right. You know, it, it's about like this is the real purpose. Isn't it Jews, weird to not have home. those conversations with people? Like I feel like when I go to America, and this is no you know knock on anyone, a lot of the conversations are about money and about things yes, for sure. and about 
you know, more expensive cribs and, and tuitions and um, house property, pri property prices and yeah. building a new kitchen. And it's just a lot about yeah. stuff and a lot about things. Um, and I very rarely, or, or new cars or more expensive camps or vacations or whatever it is. And I just feel like it's not like that here. I mean, it, it could be. A, yeah. Like for it. some weird reason, it's just like not the focus of the conversation. Yeah. I think that for, for me, um, when I was, now whenever we go back to America and we like go to visit friends and like, I love my friends, but, um, I do find that every time we go back and every year we're in Israel longer, I have less and less to contribute to those types of conversations because right. I'm just like, I don't know if they've changed or if I've changed or right. a mixture of both. But I definitely feel very different, um, very different now than you know right. I did before. Yeah, sure. it's so funny because I was so, I was very typical. You know, I really loved shopping and I really loved Britney Spears. Britney, I still love Britney Spears, <laughs> free Britney. But I'm saying like, um, but I, I, I just there were certain things and I felt very much like, like an equal participant in any of those conversations. And it's not like I became this holistic yoga, you know, inspired, spiritual, voodoo doll, whatever. Neither did you. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, I didn't, you know, I didn't come come to this, like, great enlightenment. It's just those are not things that are discussed. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I find that here also. Like, we don't know, like... What anyone makes. Yeah, exactly. At Our all. friends, like, we, it's... They're, the topic of conversation is just more, like... Uh, it's just different topics. Right. It's and like, also, no, like, someone, like, someone said... Um, you know, they're giving uh, 750 shekel to each person in the country as like a bailout, you know, yeah. during COVID, which everybody's making fun of. But it doesn't apply if you make over 650,000 shekel a year, I think. Like, I, I think, think 610 anyway, or something. Something like yeah. that. And I said, I cannot imagine that I know one person <laughs> right. who's not getting that like, money. BB is not getting that <laughs> money. <laughs> but I know plenty of people in America who are not getting that yeah. money, you know? So anyway, we're poor. Please move here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. It's just a different life. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so I think we're going to wrap up now. Yes, thank you, Rayla, for joining Thanks us. For joining my us. pleasure. It was in my dining room. So you rushed right easy. over after shots. <laughs> make sure to check out Rayla's blog, thealiaplanner.com. Is, is Alia Planner with an H? It's with an H, okay. yes. The Alia Planner. Oh. Thealiaplanner.com. <laughs> All right, see you next week when our very special guest is a surprise. <laughs>